Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Putting out content every single week to try and help you build a phenomenal business so that you can make more money, fund projects, and influence culture. Uh, in this one, I wanna talk about six productivity hacks that will help you get more out of every day. You know, uh, a lot of people get, get kind of like distracted by external things, right? They're worried about what their competitors are doing or not doing and all those sort of things. What the economy's at, who's in power, that rubbish. Listen, the stuff that makes the biggest difference in your business is you, right? Don't worry about the 2% the variation that can happen in your business because of ex external. Worry about the hundreds of percent that are controllable by you and your actions and what you and don't do because, because you know, ultimately you don't compete with anything or anybody other than yourself and you need to make sure that you are better today than yesterday and better this week than last week and better this year than you were last year, right? They're the things that are totally controllable by you and one of those things is your productivity, right? Your productivity, what you get out of your day, right? It's a massive leverage point for your success, much bigger than a lot of the things that a lot of people are, you know, talking about in their day, right? And I don't know why, I don't know why you would go and chase something which gives you a tiny upside when you can chase something that gives you a massive upside like your productivity and your efficiency. So I'm going to run through six hacks. There are more than six, but I'm going to do six. And, uh, and, and I guess essentially some of these are going to be probably even ones you might have heard before, but some of them are not going to be and, and maybe even a little bit controversial. So, uh, so that's how this is going to roll. All right. Uh, productivity hack number one is uh, a concept called one till done. All right. So the mistake a lot of business people make is they don't hold fast to the task until it's complete. So, so they, they live in this world where they're trying to juggle and they're happy to juggle all these balls. The problem is, is that it's not more efficient to do a little bit on this task and a little bit on this task and a little bit on this one and a little bit of this one, right? That's not, um, the, the most efficient way is pick one task and stay on it till it's done, one till done. Okay, finish the task, move on to a new one. Finish the task, move on to a new one, right? You will be more productive. Your, your day gains momentum. You think clearer and, and, and you haven't got all the downtime of having to get in the zone of a new thing and get in the zone of a new thing, right? So, so turn off distractions, notifications, that sort of thing and pick a task and do it till it's done, right? So one till done is a concept and one group till done, right? So you might have heard batching. It's a brilliant productivity hack, right? So it's all along the same one. One till done, and then one group till done. You're in the zone, right? So if you're gonna do emails, do all your emails at one time. If you're gonna do you know, calls, right? So l let your voicemails back up until lunchtime and call everybody back at one time. If you're gonna do quotes, get in the zone and do all your quotes at one time, right? If you're gonna, whatever, write proposals, do things, check, whatever it is, if you can group things together in your day, then batch them. Um, don't do some now and some later and some later because, because you have to keep chopping and changing your headspace and you lose time and efficiency by doing that. So if you can do one task, well you, you can do one task until it ends, but if you can batch things, batch them together and do that group until it's done and then move on to that group until it's done and you'll find that you are more efficient. All right, hack number two. You're gonna get offended by this one. Cut 50% off your to-do list. Cut 
off your to-do list. Now, just think about it. You might be like, but you've got no idea. All this, like, there's so much on my list, and, and it's all reliant on me. And, and, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. There's a million reasons, right, why you should have a to-do list that's massively long, right, that, that never gets done, that transfers the, the, this day to this day to this day to this. Like, there's a million reasons why you would keep that habit, but it's not working, all right? You, you literally, you need to be brutal and ruthless with your to-do list. Here's what I would say to you. I bet you 50% of the stuff on your to-do list is minute and it's not going to move the needle on the business. It's, they're not the tasks that take you from 100 grand to 500 grand, you know, 1 million to 3. Like, like if you start to think about large growth, large output, multiplication, then you go back to your to-do list. Well, hang on a minute. I've got to do that little thing and that little. Like you, you start to get a picture of, hang on a minute, this to-do list does not line up with where I want to take my business. Okay, then you've got to go through the process of cutting half of it out. That very well may mean that you have to have some uncomfortable conversations and ring people and say, sorry, I have to let you down. That's a good idea. Okay, um, it, it also may mean that you've got to get some stuff off your plate. You cannot build a great business on your own. And if you are finding that you're not getting through your to-do list, you need to start bringing on interns, upwork people, air tasker, part-timers. You need to start bringing that team around you and start giving them the tasks. Let me just give you another little tip here. You're going to have to bring the team around you before you can really afford it. It's never the other way around. Bring the team in before you can afford it. That's what gives you the time and the headspace to grow the business to be able to fund the team. Okay? So, cut 50% off your to-do list. Be absolutely brutal. Ask yourself this question. Does it move the needle and help me scale? Yes, no. If it's yes, keep it. If it's no, cut it. Let somebody down. Get yourself out of it, cancel it, whatever you need to do, all right? It's got to help you move the needle. By the way, if you're getting value from this, do, a, do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. You know, funny story about the subscribe button. My kids are getting to the age now where they watch a little bit of stuff on YouTube. We manage it pretty tightly. But they, they, they'll watch all these little girls in bow, bows in their hair running around that have got like a million subscribers or more. And, and then they look at me and they laugh at me. They go, Dad, you're putting out this content. You've got no subscribers, so do me a favor, please, for my own respect under my roof, hit the subscribe button, please. I need to get them numbers up so my kids don't think I'm a, don't think I'm a complete disgrace. All right, step number three to productivity hacks. You need to shorten your deadlines when you're making a decision, all right? Speed wins in 2020. So one of the mistakes a lot of people make during their day is because they're clouded, because they've got a massive to-do list, because they're feeling all this pressure, they keep pushing things away down the line. I'm going to tell you, shorten deadlines. You know, if, if you made equipment, you know, if you think you can quote something, you know, in, in a week, give them two days, right? Set shorter deadlines for yourself. Bring the things forward because it forces you to do them now, do them now, do them now, do them now. The upshot of that over a year is you'll get through the year's worth of work, but you'll get it through it in six months, eight months, something like that, right? So when you've got a deadline in your mind, get into the habit of shortening it, right? So if you're like, oh, I need a week to do that three days, right? Just get into that habit because when we are put under pressure, we can normally perform, right? So, so just giving yourself a shorter deadline means you're actually forced to kind of push it through now, right? Probably when you're in the zone, if you're making a decision, you're with a client, for example, and you say, uh, I'll, you know, I'll get the quote to you in a week. 
If you say I'll get it to you this afternoon, not only are you going to win the client far better, but you're already in the frame of mind of that client because you're here. It's fresh. It's new. You can do it now. You wait till tomorrow at five o'clock. You've forgotten every nuance of that, right? So, so just get your deadlines and keep them a whole lot shorter uh, and don't do what most people do in the fog and the busyness of life. They're trying to push everything away. I mean, you're basically just pushing your destiny down the road. Bring it nearer and get that stuff done now. Hey, while I've got you, do a comment for me in the comment below. Uh, I'm running through my six hacks, but what's one of yours? All right, let's get some peer-to-peer -peer wisdom, all right? So in the comments, do me a favor. What is your hack? What, what have you got after your, your years in business that allow you to be more effective, all right? I'm going to keep going with mine. All right, number four, you need to document and delegate your systems. So... You can't do it all. We've, we've established that. You can't do it all. Um, and so, you know, one, one of the things that fast-growing businesses do and businesses that are highly efficient and run well is the business owner, you, you run around your day, but you have part of your radar set on systems, right? And you'll see something that needs to be documented or systemized. And then in the moment, you just go, we're going to document that system right now, right? So, you know, if you've got a small team, you might say, right, Mary, you're grabbing the camera. Uh, you know, we're going to do a video on it right now. And, and, you, and if you're smart, you would document it while the system is actually taking place, right? So if that's on a computer, you use something like Loom. If that's not, then you just film it on a phone with a good microphone. And you start to document and document and document the way you do everything. Because once it's documented, you can then delegate. So you document the system and process in real time, right? And then you give it to somebody else and you say, that's how I want you to do this task forever and a day, right? So because what this does is it keeps pushing things off your plate onto everybody else's plate, which means you've got more free time to grow the business, okay? Document and delegate. Pick the next system, document it, and give it to somebody else. Pick the next system, system document, give it to somebody else. And live in that space, okay? The systems don't have to be amazing. If they're video, we're not looking for Steven Spielberg, right? We're looking for, can somebody watch this and emulate the system afterwards, okay? So a half-decent camera and a good microphone, uh, and you're away, right? So remember, just live in a place of document and delegate, and then all these tasks get pushed away from you onto other people, and then, of course, you're free to think bigger and move faster. All right, I've got a bit of a giveaway for you today. Uh, so one of the things that we did was I produced a complete uh, e uh, equipment guide on technology, right? So technology is fast changing and there's a lot of options. So I sat down with the team and I said, hey, can we put together a bit of a dossier on good, better, and best for you know cameras, microphones, lights, podcasting equipment, stands, all that sort of stuff. And we've done that. We've put that into a document, uh, which you can have completely free. We've even got model numbers and links and things like that. Um, and, uh, and so a lot of effort went into this. And, uh, and it also comes with like a nine-part video series where Pat... Uh, who some of you may have met from time to time, uh, actually did some videos on why, why this stuff is good and why we use it here in our studio. So you can grab that completely free. Just go to businessgreenhouse.com.au forward slash giveaway and you can grab that and, uh, and I think it'll be a real asset to you as you move on. All right, number five <coughs> in terms of productivity hack is this. Um, you need to pass the task to others and the reporting. 
Okay, so this is, this is a big one. And I've kind of alluded to this in the past, but the mistake a lot of business owners make is they'll say, hey, team member, can you please go away and do this task? Okay, and then the way that that whole thing has been set up, if it's done that way, is now I need, like me as the business owner, I've asked you to do it. And now I kind of need to manage that to check it got done. Well, you can't do that, right? You can't be in them, you know, in the weeds and in the clouds. You can't be, you can't be having to remember the, you know, the the, the ten thousand little things. So one of the ways that you can be faster and you can be more efficient is you pass the task and the reporting. So you say, hey, team member, can you please go and do that task? And also, as part of the task, can you report back to me on Tuesday that, that, got, that got, that's complete and that got done? Hey, can you please go and do this task and then send me an email in an hour to, to confirm it was done? Or just thinking through, like, because then, then you don't need to keep thinking about all the small things because you've given them the delegated authority to say, go do the job and report back to me, okay? So now the feedback loop is their, their responsibility, okay, to make sure that I find out that it got done, not my responsibility to have to remember all of the things that take place in the business, okay? It frees you up in the mind, it makes you faster, okay? And it's just one less thing to have to kind of clog your brain as you are going. All right, uh, the last productivity hack, and I might even give you a little freebie on this one, is, is get rid of your open door policy, right? It's a terrible idea, right? Meet these business owners who are like, oh, I've got an open door policy with my team. Right, so what you've basically said is my stuff's not important and yours is, you, you, can, you can come and see me whenever you want. It's a really bad idea, right? Um, you know, you'd never, see a, you'd never see the CEO of a large organization say that, right? Because, because they understand that you just can't do that in scale, right? So get rid of the open door policy. You need to have a policy maybe that says when it's open, you can come in, right? You as the business owner need what we call the cone of silence, right? You need to be able to go into, you know, block out an hour, two hours, half day, a day. You need to be able to go into a place where nobody bothers you, right? And the rules are probably something like, um, uh, if our biggest client leaves or the place burns down, contact me. Outside of that, I'll deal with it when I come out of the cone of silence, right? Literally, you, you need to have that place with a team where they understand that you are uncontactable for the next 20 minutes while you return calls, hour while you're quoting, right? Two hours while you're instigating the next round of Google AdWords. Whatever it is, you need to be able to say, that's it, I'm uncontactable, I'm doing my business building time now. When I finish this in two hours, then, then, you, can, then you can bother me, but now you can't speak to me it's that clear cut, okay? That's a productivity hack because, because as long as you have an open door, they'll keep asking questions. So on that, right? Productivity hack 6B is um, don't answer your team's repeating questions. Right, so he, here's something that is a culture that's in a lot of small businesses that's a huge mistake. Their team come to them and they say, hey boss, like, could you go, what, and they ask this question, and they ask it nearly identical tomorrow, and nearly identical next week, and nearly, you, you need to not answer their questions. Because if you think about it, at the very baseline, you have created a relationship where you are at their demand. Really bad idea, okay? You wanna, if you start to get repeated questions, 
you when they come to you with a question you need to train them and the way you do that is you say hey listen before i tell you what's your answer and so what will happen is they'll be forced to think about their own answer and then they'll give it they could be wildly wrong that's okay but they're usually not right it's just usually habit right which is why they come to you or they just want that little bit of vote of confidence you need to say to them that's exactly what i would do right now what happens is <clears throat> if they they're sitting at their desk they're like oh got to go and ask oh actually I'm pretty sure I know what the answer is because he's going to ask me, she's going to ask me anyway what the answer is. So I've just worked it out, so I won't even ask. <clears throat> By pushing it back on the people that you employ and pay wages to, right, to think, then you will find that a lot of that stuff goes away because you just change the script from answering to, well, tell me, what's your answer? They give an answer and you'll be like, well, I wouldn't do it that way. Here's how I would do it. And then, and then they've learned something in that moment instead of the habit of Pavlov's dog, all right? So, uh, and then you'll find that less people come to you because they're forced to start to think about their own answers and they work it out for themselves in half the cases, all right? So, my goal here was to keep this short. If you found valuable in this, do me a favor, and my kids, subscribe to my channel. I'll be back next week with some more content. Put your best hacks that you use in the comments below and I'll see you next week for another episode. See ya. No sleep, no rest. Might crash, might wreck. But first I stretch. Tell him run it off.